Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast, episode 34 for the 22nd of Tevez in a leap year. And so today we are continuing with chapter 12, where we're discussing the Benoni. And as we've mentioned previously, the Benoni is this really interesting category, and this is actually the subject of our of our book. This book was written for the Benoni, was written for, or written for somebody who's trying to become a Benoni. And what a Benoni is, is he's somebody who does not ever sin in thought, speech, or action, ever. So this means that they're, if you remember, thought, speech, and action are the garments of the soul. So that means that they, that a Benoni is somebody who has full control over the garments of their soul, and they only utilize these garments to serve God. However, the reason why this Benoni is not considered a tzaddik, as we mentioned, and we're going to delve into this a little bit further today is because when it comes to the actual inside of what's going on in terms of their impulses, that has not changed, that they have not succeeded in transforming their evil inclination into total good. So this is why, and this is where we start off today, we sort of mentioned this before, is this is why the Benini is not considered a tzaddik. We cannot call them a tzaddik and not even a little bit. Because even though we did mention yesterday that the way that the Benini is able to conquer and rule over their their animal soul within them is because there's an advantage to light over darkness, just like there's and in this case, what we're talking about is the light of the godly soul over the darkness and the foolishness of the animal soul. So it's like once you reveal the light of the godly soul, once once a person becomes cognizant of what's happening, then the foolishness naturally just goes away. This advantage that the lightness has to darkness is only really manifest when it comes to these three garments that we talked about, but not in terms of the actual essence and being of the soul itself. Because as the altar says here, the animal soul is totally still alive within the left ventricle of the person's heart. So it, it has not been pushed out at all. So if you remember when we talked about the tzaddik, we said how the tzaddik is a person who has succeeded in having their godly soul seep from their mind into the right ventricle of the heart and then to push all the way into the left ventricle of the heart to push out that evil inclination, that animal soul from the left ventricle of the heart. So the Benoni has not it has not done this. He has not done this. So this, so the animal soul, that means, is still very much inside of the left ventricle of their heart in a very strong way. And so this is why... You know, we mentioned yesterday that uh, that during times of prayer and very auspicious moments, a person is uh, such a benoni is able to push aside their evil inclination and to totally transform it. However, immediately after the prayer is finished, what happens is that 
that um, love of God, that fiery flame of love of God that was in the right, right ventricle of the heart goes away. And what's left now is just this latent love that's a more innate love that's found in the godly soul. So that does stay inside of the right ventricle of the heart, but it's more latent. So this is why the foolishness and the folly of the evil that is in the left ventricle of the heart can still bring a person to this sense of desire of physical things of this world, whether it's permissible things or God forbid, even forbidden things as if they didn't pray at all. So it's like, you know, while they were praying, they felt very connected to God and, you know, totally just desiring only God and, and godly things. But as soon as the prayer is over, they're back to, you know, having these hedonistic desires, just like everybody else. And the only difference is that in the case of a Benoni, they, do have the amount of self-control that they are able to, it would never arise, arise in their mind to actually act out on any kind of sin, but they do, you know, they, they will still have these impulses to sin. And if you remember, you know, we were talking about the, in some, some, uh, previously we learned about the power of the mind and how the mind is, is very powerful and that thoughts of sin can actually be more powerful than sin itself in certain ways. And the ultra says that this is why it's stated in the Zohar that there are three sins that no person is, and this is in Zohar, the first part of the Zohar on page 201a, that there are three sins that no person is saved from every day. This is, the first one is thought of sinning, two, lack of concentration in prayer, and three, slanderous gossip. So the ultra makes mentions explicitly of the first two here basically saying that even somebody who's a you know really great person that has succeeded in controlling their impulses so that they don't lead to actual sin, they will still have these impulses. This banony is still going to have impulses to do not the best things. So just a little bit of a recap. What we have been talking about, again, is the subject of the banony and how the banony differs from a tzaddik. And we said that the reason why a banony is different than a tzaddik is a banony, yes, they've succeeded in conquering and having total control over their the garments of their soul. However, when it comes to the essential makeup of the soul, there's still a battle going on between the the animal soul and the and the godly soul, because this advantage that wisdom has over folly that gets manifest in terms of squashing aside, you know, the actual actions of the animal soul, this doesn't manifest itself when it comes to the souls themselves. And that in the case of a Bainani, the animal soul is very much alive and you know, well, so to speak, within the left ventricle of their heart. And the proof of this is the fact that right after prayer, you know, a, a Benoni could be davening and praying with great, you know, love and passion towards God. The second they finish praying, all of the impulses come back to do evil. And the only difference between a Benoni and a Rasha is that the Benoni doesn't act on these things. And it, it, it no, you know, it's not going to actually go there to actually act on any of these things. So I hope that was clear. And tomorrow we're going to conclude this chapter on the Bainani. And I'll speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak Ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, Please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, 
itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.